Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now. Now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and hey, Meve, plus you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. I do my intro. (laughs) 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 Welcome to another episode of Oh, I Watch There's Balloons. Oh my God, I haven't taken my medicine. (laughs) 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 Welcome to another episode of Why Won't You Take Me? A podcast where me, Nicole Byer, tries to figure out how I'm still single. Even though if you shit in my eye, I will scoop it out and say, I love you. My guest today, ooh, he's a stylist. We went to Italy together. Ooh. We had a great time. It's Taylor O'Brien. Hey, hey, hey. Hi, Taylor. How are you? I'm great. I, I have coffee, and mm-hmm. really, there's nothing better than that. I mean, I love some coffee. I mm-hmm. got some cold brew. You've got cold brew nitro. Nitro cold brew. It's smoother. It is. And it has much more of a kick. Mm. And hey. And it's foamy. <laughs> It's foamy at the top. It's like um, it's like beer, mm. except you get really hyper rather than really drunk. Uh-huh. And it has the head on top, which I love head. That's right, exactly. Uh, <laughs> boy, Taylor, this is your this is your first full episode of a podcast. This is my official first podcast. I'm very excited, very honored. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've called into our friend, our mm-hmm. mutual friend Mateo Lane's podcast. Um, I I talked about. He called me to ask me about um, how drag queens tuck. Oh, so I equated it to basically like 
doing origami with your junk <laughs> and then smashing it like a pancake and then like uh and then basically just like throwing a bunch of padding over mm -hmm. it. It's That's so funny that he wouldn't know how you tuck. You just yeah, you smush it up. You just smush, smush it, it up and, and tape and it up. That's it. I love a tuck with clear tape mm -hmm. because you just see all the weird folds of everything. Uh -huh. It's very funny fun to fact, me. Fun fact, fun mm -hmm. fact. Season eight finale of RuPaul's Drag Race. Yes. When they were doing the like um, the video where they react to who wins. Mm -hmm. I was there uh, with Bob the Drag Queen mm -hmm. and Naomi's tuck popped. So I had the honor of helping put it back in place. And it was the clear tape. Oh. And a nightmare. No. That's and a nightmare. Uh, Taylor, you are not single. No. Uh, but were you ever on the apps? I mean, to say I wasn't on the apps would be a lie. Okay. I've done the apps, but it was always like in a time of desperation or mm -hmm. like... I'd stayed out too long. I had a little too much to drink. And I was like, let's see what there is mm -hmm. out there in the world. And it was always the same four people that was like, do you want to party? <laughs> and I was just like, you know, I'm going to pass. I'm going to pass uh -huh. on that. Uh, but I did never use the apps as like a formidable way to Today? get a relationship going. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I um very lucky. Am I? I yes. I just never. Um, I'm just like somebody who likes the personal interaction, mm -hmm. the chemistry, the like. Because there are plenty of people that I'm sure, like, if I saw a picture of, I'd be like, mm -hmm. "You're attractive," and then you meet them, and you're like, "You're awful." <laughs> I don't yeah. want anything to do with you. That's why the apps are so tricky. Because I try very hard not to like have like a full blown converse like you know, like days and days and weeks of talking right. to somebody because then you make up who they are in your head. Totally. And then you meet them and you're like, oh, you are literally nothing like I thought. Yeah. It's like when they say don't meet your heroes. Not that these men are like my heroes, but like, <laughs> right, right, right. you know, you meet your favorite actress and she like smacks you in the face and calls you a smurf. Absolutely. And <laughs> are you speaking from personal experience? Yeah. Uh, I loved Meryl Streep and I met her and she said, ugh. Smacked it right in the face and said, you little smart. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> yes. It would be very funny. I would love for Meryl Streep to call me a Absolutely. smart and hit me. <laughs> just anything Meryl Streep, just slap me, mm -hmm. please. Meryl, if you're listening, <laughs> hit me. <laughs> I like to be Call hurt. me a smurf. Um, but how did you meet your boyfriend? You met him in person. We met in person. It's a fun story. Tell me. So it's so like, I feel like when I tell the story, it's so like, gushy and like mm -hmm. people are like okay but I it's my truth um, <laughs> it's my truth so we met actually at RuPaul's Drag Con mm -hmm. it was April 28th and we oh, were the yeah, oh yeah I, it stuck out so I was there with our friends um, Bob the Drag mm -hmm. Queen and Mateo Lane mm -hmm. um Mateo and I were, were like selling merch, which meant we were just like cruising and looking <laughs> for men to date. Um, and so all of a sudden I look over and I see this very handsome man looking back at me. Mm -hmm. And I was like, is this guy looking at me? And so I'm like, 
you know, doing the whole thing where you like turn mm-hmm. and look around. Like maybe he's looking at the poster behind me. <laughs> um, and then I keep looking back and I'm like, I think he's looking at me. So then I go to Mateo and I'm like, Mateo, is this guy looking at me? <laughs> he's like, yeah, he is. I'm like, okay, well, now what? He's like, go talk to him. I'm like, I can't. I literally, I can't do that. Like, I can't. He was like with friends. Mm-hmm. And like, how awkward would it be to like walk over and say, excuse me, can I talk to only you? <laughs> like, can I all have of- zero interest in you Absolutely. people. Absolutely. This one I like. Exactly. Exactly. So I was like, I can't do that. I just can't mm-hmm. do that. So like, I go and do something, turn around, and he's gone. And I'm like, well, missed it. That's it. And so Mateo literally stands on a chair mm-hmm. in the middle of the convention center in LA and like looks over the crowd looking for him, turns around and said, Yeah, girl, he's gone. <laughs> I was like, Oh shit. Okay, well, oh well. So we go about our day, we do the the breast of drag con for the day. We're leaving. And on Instagram, mm-hmm. there's like that side folder, the requests. For people that yes, you, you don't, don't follow mm-hmm. or whatever. So there was like a request and I open it and I see it's it's him. Mm-hmm. And it says, this message says something along the lines of, I hope this doesn't come off as creepy. <laughs> uh, I hope it's, I, I my intention is that this is sweet, but I can't stop thinking about you. And I, I would love to meet you. And I, when I tell you, I fell out. <laughs> I was like, Mateo! <laughs> like, on the floor. Dip. Full dip onto the ground. And I was like, it's him. It's him. And he's like, well, write him back. First of all, calm down. Mm-hmm. And then write him back. So, I was like, what do I say? What do I say? Of course, it becomes like a whole, like, a whole workshop. Thing. We need a writer's room. Let's <laughs> sit down. I don't know what to do. You're in the rewrite room. Yeah, You're like, this ex- isn't good enough. Exactly. So, um, why do we th- why do we make that so important? Like, the words we say via, like, phones mm-hmm. and texting and messaging, it becomes such a, like, mind fuck. Because you don't want to say something... And then have them read it the wrong way. Right. And then you want it to be perfect so all of your intentions are clear. Honestly, I don't know because I've never gotten a text and been like, I can't believe that's how it's written. (laughs) Right. You know? Nobody on the receiving end is thinking like, what a fucking idiot. Unless it just says K. Yeah. (laughs) Or a thumbs up. Uh Uh-huh. You're like, okay, this bitch. Uh, I just did that to someone today. <laughs> they asked me if uh, like Saturday was a good day to hang out, and I was like, thumbs up. And then I keep thinking about it. They may be fine See? with it, but I'm like, uh-oh. Are they going to take this I the should, wrong way? Like, say something else. So then I started typing something else, and then I was like, no. And then I started typing, and I was like, but what if they're looking at it? And, and they, they just the see the dot, 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 dot. And then it goes away. So I've just left it. My favorite GIF, GIF, GIF. I say GIF because GIF is peanut butter. Great. <laughs> I'm going to take that forever and use it. So GIF, mm-hmm. my favorite GIF to send is those dot, dot, dots. It exists. And Taylor, so, that's evil. Evil. And people are like, what the fuck are they going to say? That's can we say fuck? Terrible. You can say fuck. Okay. Okay. You can um, say anything it's you really want. Awful. That's the worst. It's hilarious, though. <laughs> it's so mean. Yeah. Uh, when did uh, a thumbs up, though, in our society become like a negative? Like, <laughs> this bitch. 
It used to be such a like yeah, thumbs up. Yeah, you did good great. job. And now it's like cool, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. Sure, Jan. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you so, wrote him back finally. We, I we Mateo and I <laughs> write him back, um, and I'm like. Yeah, I would love to meet you. Just keep it cool. Like, don't seem desperate. Meanwhile, I'm literally on the mm-hmm. ground. So we start writing each other, trying to figure out, like, I was only in L.A. I was still living in mm-hmm. New York. So I was only in L.A. until Monday. Okay. This and this is Saturday. Saturday? Yes. Mm-hmm. This was Saturday. So we are writing back and forth. And then we decide to take it to the next level, which is let's exchange phone numbers. Mm, Take it mm -hmm. out of the gram. Yes. Exchange phone numbers. Okay. So um, he sends me his phone number and it's a 512 area code. Mm -hmm. 512 area code is Austin, Texas. I'm also a 512 area code. Mm -hmm. So I was like, wait a minute. Are you from Austin? And he said, yes. And I said, me Two. Mm-hmm. It was like a whole other level of like, what? This is crazy. Like, this is just like crazy that we're from the mm-hmm. same place. So he grew up literally like 20 minutes away from where I grew up mm-hmm. in Austin. Um, anyway, so we are texting and we decide we're gonna meet up the next day. Mm-hmm. After DragCon. So I do DragCon the whole next day. We we meet up that night. Mm-hmm. And I tell Mateo, like, you have to come with me. Because even though this guy is, like, super attractive and, like, mm-hmm. I'm into it. What if he's he crazy? Jeffrey Dahmer. You. I would have gone home with Jeffrey Dahmer. Would he was. You? Oh, my God. Have you seen him? Yes. I don't think he's that hot. Oh, I think for, like, what decade was he? The 80s? The 70s? 70s, whatever. Those, like, glasses with the bar across the top. Okay. At that time, that was hot. That was hot. That was sexy. Honestly, I love that I'm like, Jeffrey Dahmer, never. But, like, I'm so desperate, (laughs) I absolutely would go home with him. And I'd be like, yes, daddy, chop me up as he's chopping me up. Put acid in my brain. Yes, daddy, hurt me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Exactly. So you just never know. Mm -hmm. So I brought... Mateo as a reinforcement and we um we meet at he Alex that's my boyfriend's mm-hmm. name he suggests that we go to Trunks in WeHo Trunks exactly I've never been to Trunks and you never should <laughs> I walked in with Mateo looked mm-hmm. around and was like I'm not we're not staying here so we leave. It's just like, sorry, Trunks, but mm-hmm. it's a mess of a place. It's that place where, like, it's super fun, like, when you're already wasted. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just need a good time mm-hmm. with your friends. It's like the last stop of the night. It's dark. It smells weird. Mm. It doesn't matter when you're drunk, though. So, like, it's great. Mm-hmm. But not when you're meeting somebody for the first time. Sure. Um, so That's so I, funny. It's <laughs> just place called Trunks, which is dirty and dark. Yeah, yeah, He's like, I know, just the like, place. We're really setting the bar low. <laughs> which is so funny because I know Alex and he's like so kind and sweet and doesn't seem like he would like a place like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. He's got, he's got a secrets. dark side. He's got secrets. <laughs> yes. Um, so I l- left mm-hmm. and decided to go to a, a much more classy establishment, mm-hmm. Flaming Saddles. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, I um, fucking love flaming saddles. I do too, especially in WeHo. I mm-hmm. mean, there's just so much to. You can go by yourself and have a great time. Yep, I love a bar where you can go by yourself and have a great mm-hmm. time. I mean, and there's make a people ton of friends swinging around. Uh-huh. They've got poles. Levels. It's great. Food. Mm, they have food. They have food. I don't think I've ever eaten there. It's great. They have tater tots. <gasps> I have tater tots in my freezer currently. I love a tater tot. I need tot. to make them. Yeah. Maybe today? Yes. <laughs> yes. That's a good idea. Okay. So anyway, we get, we go to Flaming Saddles. Alex comes. We're talking. And um, I was like, you know what? The bar isn't like the place that I want to be mm-hmm. to like talk to you. So let's go somewhere. So we walk down the street to a diner. Mm-hmm. Mateo comes along. And um, halfway through, like, our diner experience, Mateo looks at me and is like, I think I should go. Mm-hmm. Like, I think this is good, right? And I was like, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should go. So Alex and I, we, like I said, we only had a mm-hmm. limited amount of time to, like, get to know each other. So we go home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we, you know. Uh-huh. Any, Have a good time. A good old time, girl. He finds out that Oreo. Yes, yes. Uh, so I lived up to my name. <laughs> um, so <laughs> it's awful. Oh, sorry, mom. I love. Um, <laughs> so, she's like, oh. <laughs> she's like scratching her head, shaking it. Anyway, I stay over, and it was like. I don't know. There was like a whole different feeling to like being with this person mm-hmm. because like you, we've all had a hookup. We've all had a thing and it is what it is. Like yes. you hook up and you say thanks and you Goodbye. give a thumbs up mm-hmm. and you, you, you leave. <laughs> if I fuck somebody and they just looked at me and gave me a thumbs up, I would literally walk into traffic. Have you given like a high five? Um, no, but once I had a guy go, thank you. And I was like, you're welcome. Okay, I hooked up with a French dude once mm-hmm. in Chicago. Afterwards, he was like, I don't like Americans. And I was like, you just did. You, <laughs> you can't say that. That is so rude. Wow, what a way to live up to like the stereotype of French people being fucking rude. Yes. I don't like Americans. I was like, really? Okay. Well, you <laughs> just liked one. Yeah. How okay. rude. So, um, so... Anyway, we we wake up and we're like, okay, what's next? Because mm-hmm. I had to be at my Airbnb by noon. It's mm-hmm. like 8 o'clock in the morning. And so Alex decides to text work and mm-hmm. say, or email work, whatever, and say he has car trouble mm-hmm. and he can't come in. So um, he was just really under my hood. Um <laughs> So we we decide to go to a um, a diner. Mm-hmm. We love a diner. Love diners. Diners are so good. There are no good diners in LA. I will say that that is not true. Oh, I love Mel's drive-in. I don't think oh, it's a drive-in, okay. but I'm like Melrose. No, on Highland. There's, there's actually there's they two? just built a new. It's on Highland, but they just built a new one in Santa Monica. Oh. Totally different side of the world for you. Truly, but I have to take a plane to get there. It is so good. All right, I'll try Mel's. I've never been. They even have the Arnold Schwarzenegger um, 
menu. What? Which is plant-based. Why is Arnold Schwarzenegger a it's vegan? Like, um, yeah, he's, I, I think he's like flexitarian. Flexitarian? What's that? It's like where you eat meat sometimes. <laughs> oh my God, I've never heard of that. Yeah, Maybe yeah. I'll be a flexitarian. It's oh, good. P.S. Remember yes. I was like, I'm going to go vegan. Yes, how's it going? Not great. It's not. I okay. truly ate like a bone yesterday. <laughs> like I had a big fucking steak. <laughs> I was like gnawing on it. <laughs> And then I gave it to my dog, Charlie, when I was done. So, like, me and my dog shared a bone last night. Charlie was like, there's nothing left. He was like, bitch, <laughs> you can't just give me a bone. There was a little bit of meat left on it. <laughs> well, it's fine. You could be a flexitarian. Okay, I'll be Do a just flexitarian. Like, no meat Mondays. And then call okay. yourself a flexitarian and you're good. Great. So, yes, Arnold Schwarzenegger has this menu. Mm-hmm. And some of the proceeds go to, like... Uh, like to helping like bodybuilders in need. Well, it's more for like activity for children. Mm. It's all about being active, I guess. Mm. Like Michelle Obama. Like Michelle. Get o- active and get, have a garden. I know. I love that woman. I recently just saw a picture of Barack Obama and his butt looks okay. so With juicy. Those skinny pants yes. and the rolled up. Yes, and some sneaks. Uh, I was like, you can get it. Oh my God. Tati President. Like, that is what a president, like, should be always. I think so too. Instead, we've got this like fucking. Okay, bag did you see his tweet the other day? It's like getting a little exercise and it was in golfing. Golfing. I said, first of all, you could. I I tweeted back and I said, honey, <laughs> you need more than a little. And you've been golfing so much that if this is your form of exercise, you need to step up your game because it's not working. I didn't get a response. No, I don't know why. <laughs> It was sound advice. I mean, honestly, I would love it if the president responded to you. But honestly, that's not so far out of the realm of possibilities. Do you know what I mean? Oh, 100%. He retweeted a cast member from 90 Day Fiance. I was like, what is the world we're living in? Also, he's a foreign person. It's. I was like, what is happening? He loves reality TV. Oh, yeah. I'm like, do you? Can I say? Of course. When it was Donald Trump. Mm Mm-hmm. Before he was the president and before he was even running for president, mm-hmm. I enjoyed his TV. <laughs> he was fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> he gave us some gems. Yes. Mini leaks mm-hmm. on The Apprentice. I never watched The Apprentice. Oh my God. <laughs> she was amazing. Uh-huh. It was great TV. I mean, Nini leaks is. Truly incredible. She's also one of the biggest ladies I've ever met. I love her. I, I have her never met her very and briefly, is, and she was like in heels. And bitch is already like six foot tall. Yeah, she's, she's massive. She's like majestic. She's and wasn't she's she a, a stripper? Imagine her on a pole. Yeah, she would have to do zero tricks. She like touches the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> Watch she me. Descend. She literally raises the roof. <laughs> she just reaches up. <laughs> do you think? Raise the roof was just a real tall person dancing and then like moved roof tiles. <laughs> Guys, we're gonna have to raise this roof. <laughs> oh man, Becky's here. <laughs> you gotta raise the roof. Have you so, seen that Netflix movie, Tall Girl? No. It's just a movie about the trials and tribulations oh. of some big bitch. And she's not even that tall. Yeah. Was there some backlash on that? Yes, because everyone was, was like, like, bitch, if you're if fine. Your problem is being tall. Like, go take a nap. Yeah, good for you. Everyone's like, oh, you're so big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're so tall. You're fucking tall. <laughs> okay, so you went to a diner. So we go to a diner. It's Wait, eight in the before morning. Before we continue the story, yes. we have to take a break. Great. 
Spring is the best time to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, tap into your power, and build towards whatever you're looking for. Okay, Peloton can accommodate your schedule with a variety of class lengths to choose from. Even if you only have five minutes, there's a class to get your body moving. And I have to stress how important that is. Five minutes is better than no minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and mood. Move at your own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take the guesswork out of working out. So you can just jump right in, keeping your fitness journey fresh every day because that's what it is, a journey. And listen, Peloton has everything you need to get to where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, uh, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton is something for you. Ooh, the Peloton classes I like to do are strength training. I also like the yoga because um, I'm always trying to get more flexible um, because I love doing splits because I'm slutty. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at (laughs) OnePeloton.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talk to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I gotta say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to get it off your chest with better help. Visit betterhelp.com slash date me today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash date me. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? It's, it's better, and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can like order food, ask for directions, and flirt with the locals. Me and canta muchacho. <laughs> Without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
I was hours into a hunt for new digs at the local shopping mall and losing steam fast when fate intervened. Drumsticks! Get your drumsticks! Nutty, sweet drumstick! What luck! One drumstick, please. Here you go. This is hot! And made of chicken. I want an ice-cold, creamy, crunchy drumstick Sunday cone. You and me both, buddy. But that's the vendor next door. Drumsticks! But that Get line is three me. miles long! Oh, well. Another day, another drumstick. And we're back! Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you go to a diner. So we go to a diner. Ray's Diner. Mm-hmm. It's such a cute place uh, on Pico in Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. You love Santa Monica. I do. I'm a West Side, West Side Fly guy, so as I one of my friends would say. I never see you. I know, exactly. It's so <laughs> sad. Um, so we go to Ray's. It was amazing. We had the good old, like, lumberjack, whatever, whatever. Is that like... An egg, bacon. Uh, all the meats. Uh, Every sausage, breakfast meat. Ham. Ham. Yeah. Breakfast ham. Breakfast ham is so good. I don't know if I've ever had ham at breakfast. They just throw it on the skillet and that's mm. it. When I was little, I used to love ham and pound cake together. Ooh, pound Salty cake. Salty and sweet. And sometimes a dollop of ice cream. Oh, wow. I was always that meant to be fat. amazing, though. Always. It sounds amazing. It was really good. <laughs> Really good. Um, so then we just couldn't get enough of each other, mm-hmm. really. So we knew that the time was running out. And so he said, what do you want to do? We just have like a few hours. Mm-hmm. And he said, have you ever been to Malibu? And I said, no. So he goes, let's just like drive to Malibu. So we get in his car. Mm-hmm. We drive. And he plays music. And literally, it sounds corny, but every red light, we just couldn't stop kissing. <gasps> and You're like an indie movie. I know, but it was just so like, I don't know. It was like amazing. We were just like holding hands, listening to music, driving down the PCH. There's like the ocean. I had never been. It was like <gasps> so fantastical and beautiful. And it was just like so much... I don't know. It felt like in a movie, we mm-hmm. really would have just like been holding hands. There would have been like stars behind us and we would have just been spinning in circles. Mm-hmm. And it would have been like that steady cam where like uh-huh. you see this the stars moving behind you, mm-hmm. but you are Or like in, in Titanic when they go to where the, yes, the yes, poor yes, yes, people yes, yes. are and they're dancing. The and she's like, ah! Like that, mm-hmm. but with stars yes. in the ocean. Um, so <laughs> then it's like time's up and we gotta mm-hmm. we got to go. It was like the hardest goodbye ever. And we, we mind you, we'd only been together for like 12 mm-hmm. hours. Um, so I had to go. I get on a plane. I was riding on the plane with my dear friend, Gina Guerin. And we're sitting next to each other. And I sit down next to her. And I was like, Gina, I'm pretty sure I met my husband. And she was like, sure, girl. Like, <laughs> she's no, like, amateur when it comes to, like, the gays. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the gays can fall in love at the drop of a hat. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's like, sure, girl. Okay, great. So um, that's, mon- like, it's Monday now. Mm-hmm. I fly back to New York. I'm back on Fire Island where I was working. And Tuesday rolls around. And Alex, like, texts me. And he texts me something I think we all, like, hope to hear mm-hmm. from somebody. And it was him saying... I want to do this and I want to take a chance. And for somebody like who 
I've dated, I would call mm-hmm. myself a serial monogamous in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I like took a, took a like concerted effort and a break from dating where I was mm-hmm. like, I'm going to be single and I'm going to do, I'm going to date myself and just oh. like focus on my friends. Some um, self-care. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And so I was in the midst of this self-care and I meet this person and then he says like, I want to take a chance on you. Mm-hmm. And it was like the things that I was also feeling, but also very scared to say because you you don't want to say those things and then be turned down. Oh, no, that's a nightmare. To yeah. be like, I like you and I want to do this and then have someone go, oh, actually, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Or like, maybe we should Or just slower. like a thumbs up. Oh, God. Just uh, like, ding. Imagine. Yeah. Also, what a chance to text somebody that I would be, and like, there's no way for him to see you in person to tell you. Right. So, yeah, that's like a vulnerability that like, I don't think I have. Right. Exactly. And same. I didn't think I did either. Mm -hmm. Um, But it just sort of like allowed me to also like step into the safety of that. Like there's safety in somebody taking a chance that Mm -hmm. allows you to also meet them and take a chance. And so it was just like us saying like, we're going to give this a shot. And the flip side to that was like, we also listed out our fears around it. Wait, you did? Absolutely. Because here we are. We've met for 12 hours. For a day, yeah. Yeah. By this time, we've been talking for a good 48 hours. Mm -hmm. Nonstop, mind you. Um, And we've said like, we're going to take a chance. Mm -hmm. Um, And the, the fears around that were like, what if it doesn't work? Mm-hmm. What if I find out I don't like you? What if you find out you don't like me? We live in separate cities. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, there's just like a lot riding on that. Like, how do you make that work? Mm-hmm. Somebody's got to make the move. Yeah, someone has to move across the country for someone that you've met for 12 hours. Correct. Um, and it was what it was as well for me where I was at in life. I, like I said, I'd taken such... Um, I'd made decisions mm-hmm. to take steps to do things for myself rather than just walk around the world aimlessly. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm going to like be single. I'm going to focus on cleaning my act up and mm-hmm. eating healthy and stopping doing very unhealthy things. And um, so I uh, had been coming out here for work. I had a a gig that was taking me out here mm-hmm. sometimes to LA from New York. And, um, and there was a quote that I heard from RuPaul. I love Ru. Mm-hmm. I love you, Ru, if you're listening. Um, she's and not. She's not. It's okay. <laughs> There's a chance. So, There's always RuPaul a chance. Very busy. Yeah. She's so busy working so busy. all the time. Um, but his quote is, you have to listen to the universe's stage directions. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of pull for me to come here. And then all of a sudden, I meet somebody who was willing to take a chance mm-hmm. on me. And it was like that last straw that was like, girl. Yeah, what are you doing? Why not? The universe wants you in LA. Why the fuck not? Mm-hmm. And so I said, you know what? I'm doing it. Like, I'm doing it. I have been talking about making this move. Mm-hmm. I lived in New York for 10 years. It felt like a cap on everything that I was doing. Um, and I just said, yes, like, mm-hmm. we're going to do this. So 
it meant like moving across the country, moving everything, like putting things into boxes. But it was like this, such a like cleansing, Mm -hmm. refreshing thing where I got to like physically throw the past away of things that weren't uh, benefiting me Mm -hmm. for my present or future. Um, And that can look like literal like nasty pillows that I don't need anymore. <laughs> like that sounds stupid, but like No, no, I fully get that because it's not like a metaphor. It's like you literally were throwing things away that you didn't need and then only taking the things you needed to go on this new journey. Absolutely. So like clothes. Like yeah. clothing that clothing, I'm a stylist. So clothing can be very like it's your identity. Mm-hmm. But I literally was like, I don't want the I want to start fresh. Yes. I'm gonna throw these things out uh-huh. and like start over. And it was it was such an amazing cathartic mm-hmm. thing. And I think is what also allowed Alex and I to have such a like a, a real shot at a mm-hmm. relationship. Because we both talked about not wanting to bring past mm-hmm. into like fully just leaving baggage at the door. Yeah, which can be very hard. Mm-hmm. And and now that we're three years into our relationship, it's like I have to sometimes remind myself, like, am I bringing past trauma into the mm-hmm. present? Because that's so fucking unfair. Yes. So, and it's it's a it's a hard thing to understand that that's what's happening when mm-hmm. you're like upset with somebody and you're like, oh, I'm not actually upset with you. I'm bringing past trauma to this situation that has nothing to do with you. Absolutely. Yeah, that's absolutely a very good thing to talk about yeah and i think relationships um can bring that out in mm-hmm. you certainly and i think that relationships work best when you're working on yourself mm-hmm. and um it's been such a like refreshing i love him and i love being with him because we are so like supportive of each other mm-hmm. um and he's so supportive of like my crazy artistic ways and it's like if there's ever a time where it's like hey I need to like take a chance on this job mm-hmm. or take a chance on this gig or take a chance it's like yes because what 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 will it lead to there's never that like well what if it doesn't work and what if we mm-hmm. are struggling it's sort of like go do it mm-hmm. go do it it's such an amazing powerful relationship to be in Because there's also this side of me that's like the idea of a relationship for me was never like to complete each other. Mm -hmm. It was never like I have a missing piece and I need to find it. It was that I want to be two strong pillars Mm -hmm. holding up a foundation um, together so that you're like Mm -hmm. your own strong entity. And that's how you then build the house mm-hmm. on your foundation. Does that even make sense? I don't it know, does but. make sense. I like to think of it as I'm looking for someone to be my feature wall in my room. Yes. <laughs> like someone to be the wallpaper. That's so funny. <laughs> so today when I get home, our, uh-huh. I literally left and I was like, babe, today we're picking out wallpaper. So ah! get ready. So this metaphor, were you at her house? Um, yeah. Have you been I was watching? literally under your bed this morning <laughs> going, <in>. <laughs> I'm going to see you later. (laughs) What kind of wallpaper are you picking out? You know, I just want something very intricate and Mm. crazy. Our motif is um, uh, like mid-century modern meets um, Palm Springs Mm. meets Southwest Texas. Airlines? 
I might have wallpaper that you might like. Oh, really? Because I bought wallpaper and then hated it and then tried to. So you want to give it to me? Well, it didn't. (laughs) It's not my aesthetic. Right, right, right. right. Like I thought I was going to do like subdued colors. Subdued? Subdued. Yeah, but then I was like, no, no, no. I need bright fucking colors. Yeah. I'll show it to you when we're done. Work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wait, when you moved to LA, did you did you guys immediately move in together? So yes. We Oh, how wild. I, I one weekend, so we would fly back and forth. Mm-hmm. Like he would come to New York and then 2 weeks later I would come to LA. Mm-hmm. So like once a month I was flying to LA mm-hmm. during our 6 month period. Oh, of, you were long distance for 6 months. Oh, that yes. I didn't know. Okay. Yeah. Um and he would once a month come to to New York. Mm-hmm. We went 29 days was the longest we went without seeing each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so, like, we would literally count down the days. It's so, like... That's such a treat that is so fucking cute. Is it? It's a little, like, bleh. But no, it's I cute, I like guess. it. Like, watching you together is nice because you guys are so kind to one another and, like, conscientious of, like, it's like small things. So like when uh, Alex drove us to Aritzia. Aritzio. Aritzio or whatever. whatever. When we got there, you were like, thank you for driving. And he's like, oh, no problem. And then when we got back, you were like, thank you for driving. Like it was just, and it seems like a very small, stupid throwaway thing. Right. But like you were just telling him that you appreciated that yeah. he did something. Yeah. And then for me, like watching, it was just like, I don't know. It, like, it just happened twice. And I was like, that is kind. And I feel like, you're both so kind to one another all the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, it's nice to see. He's amazing. I I um I get that back from him. Mm-hmm. And so it's very easy to like do that for him mm-hmm. as well. It's uh I I like that I'm with somebody who I really enjoy being around mm-hmm. and can treat like I treat my best friends. Mm-hmm. Like I I try to be gracious and and show gratitude across the board. Um, and that shouldn't stop with m- my boyfriend. And I mm-hmm. feel like a lot of times we can get into relationships and you're around each other so much that you start to see the things that just get on your mm-hmm. nerves. And sure, there are things that get on our nerves about each other. But at the end of the day, we love each other and want mm-hmm. to communicate that. Like we do have that rule it's not a rule because we like to do it but like we say good night and i love mm-hmm. you before we go to bed and and i think that's something that's like nice and sweet mm-hmm. and like sounds corny but it works it's nice it's nice to because you're acknowledging the other person you're like yeah All right, well good night i love you i think that's I mean, I do it with my roommate. Like, I yeah. I like to just, like, be like, we said something nice to each other before bedtime. Absolutely. So then we can go sleep and wake up and, you know. Yeah, it's just, it's nice. And it's it does feel good. Mm-hmm. I also like to take note on what makes me feel good when somebody else does something. Mm-hmm. And then if it makes me feel good, well, then I can return that, you know. Then I know that that works. Mm-hmm. So I can also say thank you. As well. Whenever a man does something nice for me, I find it really hard to be like, thank you. Because I get in my head and I'm like, that was so nice. I can't believe that was a nice thing that just happened to me. And so then I just like am silent and I'm a little weirdo. Yeah. No, I, but I think it's better to like communicate yes. those things of like, even that like, 
giddiness and that awkwardness. Like, just say, like, I'm sorry, I'm so awkward, mm -hmm. but thank you. And it's cute. Like, if somebody does that for me, it's like, oh, you, you're acknowledging my efforts, and mm -hmm. that's incredible, you know? Mm-hmm. But um, so so yes, I flew out here and we went apartment shopping mm -hmm. uh, because it also like it was a very interesting coincidental thing. His roommate that he was living with in L.A. got a job in New York. Mm -hmm. oh. And so they had to move to New York mm -hmm. at the same time I was moving here. So it was like, I'm telling you, it was the universe. Like it yeah, just like truly it was everything so aligned. Um, and so he had to get a new place. I was moving here. So I was like, well, let's get a new place together. Mm -hmm. So one weekend I came, we rode bikes around Santa Monica. My God, I, this is disgusting. <laughs> see, I told you. Oh. And we found a place to live. <laughs> I mean. It's really quite. You're yeah. in a movie. I, yeah. It's sometimes so it does feel like It's fucking cute. I can't even. Yeah. So, and, and we. And this, this was another thing that we talked about. It was like, okay, let's find a place that will suffice, mm -hmm. won't break the bank, and because there's a chance that this won't work. Mm -hmm. And neither of us should be put out by that. Yeah, again, like, it's so kind. That is, that's kindness. It's right. To be like, this might not work out, and if one of us moves out, I don't want you to, like, go be into debt trying to pay rent right. or whatever. Like, let's not make this so hard on mm -hmm. ourselves. Because I think what that did was allowed the uh, the growth to happen. Mm -hmm. And so we were able to sort of like live in that and, and let the roots, you know, take root. Like mm -hmm. it, there wasn't this added pressure uh, to like really make it work because mm -hmm. we don't have an option. And if like we end up hating each other and we're stuck in this, it's mm -hmm. like nobody wants to be stuck. So let's like not make ourselves stuck. <laughs> I love it. So um, we recently just moved mm -hmm. and we have this great new place that we love. And it was like, we did what we wanted to do from the mm -hmm. beginning, but didn't do because we wanted to give ourselves a chance. Mm -hmm. um, and now we're doing all the things like decorate and choose wallpaper. I and, love it. You know, that's Wait, fun. are you renting? Can you put wallpaper up in a rental? Well, it, yes. Yeah, you can do whatever you want as long as you like fix it. Oh, but yeah, yeah. We are renting. Um, we're not quite, that's a, that's the next step mm -hmm. to buy something. That's a lot. That's well, especially a lot. on the west side, my God. I know. I know, but it's like it's a lot. But it's so gorgeous and there's the beach. It and, is nice that you're so close to the beach. Yeah, it's it's great. I don't ever go. Me I, either. It's like a selling point, even to myself. I'm like, but I live next to the beach. I'm like, <laughs> I haven't seen the beach in a year. <laughs> I live down the block from it. I never go. Like, the beach is 40 minutes away from me, and right. I never go. Exactly. It's, uh, what are we doing? I don't know. Working too dang hard. We work a lot. The hustle is real. It truly is. But it's got to be. Then you can enjoy the fruits of your mm -hmm. labors. Yes. Like, go to Italy. Oh, take me fucking back. I know. Pasta is trash here. Trash. Ugh. Bubble gut central. Yes. I'm telling you, I eat it. I'm like, ugh. But yes. in, in Italy, I truly was like, I can eat eight fucking I plates of this great. shit and then just walk around. It felt so good. We have ugh. to go back. I want to go back so bad. We have to. Those cobblestone will. streets. <laughs> this is the only thing I don't miss. It was so hard to walk on those fucking <laughs> yeah. streets. Thank God it wasn't raining. 
Oh my god, we I would probably would have fallen down. <laughs> just, just Nicole slipping and sliding <laughs> through Italy. <laughs> My favorite part of Italy was, I think it was the last day where this man kept calling me spicy. <laughs> yes. You did call you spicy. Ciao, spicy. I love that you came, you met me, told me about this, and I was like, okay. And then we walked back by him and he said it again. And I was like, oh, who is this person? It was so wild. That was, I don't know what I was doing. You mean your favorite part wasn't on New Year's when the <laughs> literal bombs were exploding it in the was piazza? So Wild! These people just had fireworks going off, like but there two were no feet away from fireworks. Us. It was like bombs. Were they Roman minus candles? The explosions. I don't know what it was. Well, they had the Roman candles, uh-huh. and how fitting we were in Rome. We were in Rome, but the it was like taking yeah, those just, like little black cats that we have here mm-hmm. that we're so scared of times a billion. Uh-huh. It was like our brains were shaking. It was. So wild. And then leaving was so scary because I was like, what if we get hit? What if we die? What if we die at the piazza? (laughs) It was insane. I loved it. And then we went to our our bodega. We went to a bodega where they were playing the loudest music. Loudest music. Nicole spotted it. It took us in, which was amazing. We were like, party mm-hmm. has started. Mm-hmm. She brought all these people in. Mm-hmm. She got in a fight with the bartender. <laughs> it forced Mateo to translate. Uh-huh. He couldn't translate. All she wanted was ice. That's I wanted ice and a vodka soda. But in Italy, soda means tonic water. Gross. Yuck. Yeah. I don't was, understand tonic. I think it's disgusting. Yeah. It, so it's very gross. But the, the best part to me about this bodega that mm. we were partying <laughs> in for New Year's was, was the bathroom, the bathroom attendant. <laughs> Why was there a bathroom attendant? In a bodega. I don't know. In the filthiest bathroom. But he was so hidden. Was, and there were literally like four people, uh-huh. us, mm-hmm. and a bathroom attendant mm-hmm. with a tray of like of tips. Coins. Coins. Yes. Tips. And then you like had to give him a dollar every time he went to the bathroom. It was so wild. And he hoarded the toilet paper. Mm-hmm. It was so awkward. But you had to literally like scooch by him. Uh-huh. There was no room. No room in that bathroom. I'm like, you're going to literally, I'm going to shit next to you. <laughs> and you just have to live it with it. It was so wild. In Costa Rica, the same thing happened. But the bathrooms were like outside. It was like truly uh, porter potties. Uh, and there was a bathroom attendant holding the toilet paper and you had to pay for toilet paper. Oh, and I was like, do you even no. work at this bar or did you just take the toilet paper and decide that people yeah. were going to pay you for it? Yes. It Talk was about wild. the hustle. Mm-hmm. The hustle is real. Absolutely. Overseas bathrooms. Oh my God. It's so funny. Um, so before Alex, you were a serial monogamist. I was for some time. I'd say from like my teenage years up until I was like 24. Mm-hmm. 26. And I would just date guys that I would meet and then be like, we're together now mm-hmm. for years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I would stay with them for like two years at a mm-hmm. time. Um, and it was always very unhealthy. Not un I mean, yes, there were some that were like super mm-hmm. unhealthy, but it was more so that I was just like too afraid to be alone. Mm. Um and I would just stay because it was like, well, this is where I'm at. So I'm not going to take any chances on myself. Mm -hmm. Who does that? Um, And so I would stay. Uh, But then it just came to a point where it was like um, the noise of it all was so loud and I needed to like quiet it down. Um, And that also for me personally 
came out in ways of like drinking too much or doing too mm-hmm. many drugs. And I had to like stop all of that. And that's when I really was given the advice to not date. Uh-huh. Because I was at a point where I was like, I had nothing to offer. Mm-hmm. Why, why would what I, I be dating somebody? Mm-hmm. How unfair to them. Um, so I was very much single for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and my friends were all like, you should be a hoe. Go hoe it up. And I thought, <laughs> yes, uh-huh. I'm going to go be a hoe. Turns out I'm just not a hoe. Like, I just like, it doesn't do it for me. I don't like it. I just mm-hmm. like didn't, I just didn't, I don't like it. Being I don't know. Being a hoe is, I think, a little exhausting. I would think. You have to like get to know different people. Like you have to talk to different people. Yeah. To like sleep with a bunch of people. Also like the effort that goes behind hoeing. Like, yes. That's a lot of cleanup. I don't know. I just felt like I was thinking ahead of like, Uh I'm a very clean, tidy person. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you're going to get in my life and mess it up. I don't know. I don't Mm want to clean up after you. Um, So I just wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. Like I, I just couldn't. I'd, and at that time too, I was so content with like my friends Mm -hmm. that I was just like happy. Like I was like the happiest I'd ever Uh been. And then it's just like, why would I leave my friends to go be with this person I yeah. don't fucking know and yes. probably won't even like? Absolutely. Like, there was a time where we were, I was going out. I was actually going out and being sober, mm-hmm. having the best time, being with my friends. Like, and your friends will tell you the truth, which mm-hmm. I love. Um, and I learned so much about myself through that. Um and it, what it did, too, was, like, set me up. Because they always say, like, you attract who you are. Mm. And therefore, oh. I was building myself up to attract the person that I wanted in my life. Mm-hmm. And I think I got lucky that I met Alex. But I also will say that I did a lot of work on myself up until the point of mm-hmm. meeting him. Um that if I had met him before then, it would have never worked. Mm-hmm. I would have not been ready. I would have not been able to accept the gift that the universe had given me. And I would have ruined it. I wouldn't have been ready. So it took a lot of self-reflection and, mm-hmm. and self-work um, to get to a point where I could accept having this amazing person in my life, you know? So Mm -hmm. yeah, it just, uh, it was a great time to be single, to learn about myself with my friends. Uh, You say you attract people. Wait, what did you say? You attract people that are like you? You attract who you are at that time. That makes so much sense. I'm thinking of like, all of the dirt bags I've dated, and I'm like, oh yeah, because I was like kind of a dirt bag and a little messy. Sure, exactly. So they're like, yeah, you just attract messes. Well, uh, I also I live by quotes. I live by mm-hmm. quotes. There was an Oprah interview that she did um, that really also touched me, mm-hmm. where she said, um, "You are responsible for the energy that you allow in your life." Mm. So. There are people that come into your life that you meet that mm-hmm. you don't know who or how they will act. You don't know who they are or how they're, they're going to act. Mm-hmm. Then they come into your life 
and they start acting a certain way, good or bad. They bring good energy or bad energy. Mm -hmm. That's on them. But it's on you to accept it and to allow it in your life. Mm -hmm. Um, So once I was aware that, oh, if somebody's not fulfilling me or treating me the way that I want to be treated, Mm -hmm. it is fully in my power and it is fully my responsibility to do something about it. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, when there are people who I see who are in like fucked up relationships and they're like, I just can't get out of it. They're horrible. They're doing bad things Mm -hmm. to me. Well, sure, that's on them. But honey, it's also on you because you're staying. Yeah. And you have to take responsibility for that. Mm-hmm. Like, what is your part in all of this? So when I heard that, it sort of just like flipped my brain into thinking like, what's my part in all of this? Mm-hmm. Who am I allowing into my life? What energy do I allow, allow around me? And and therefore, I can like start like lining it up and seeing what's good and what's bad. Mm-hmm. So, you know, once meeting somebody like Alex and seeing like all this positive energy it was like, oh, I can see that this is a positive thing and allow that and nurture it in in my life. Mm-hmm. And the people who were bad, let them go. Let them Goodbye. go. Goodbye. Yeah, I've had some, some uh, instances where I was like, oh, this person is like not good to me and they make me feel bad. So then I tailor my time with them. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like, I'm like, I don't want to cut you out of my life because I do like you on some level and you do bring good to me. But then I'm like, I will tailor how I hang out with you. Absolutely. If And that's a way to to mm -hmm. do it. That's accepting the energy and then deciding what you want to do with it. But it is ultimately up to us who we allow around us. We don't have to respond to everybody. We don't have to hang out with everybody. We don't have Mm -hmm. to accept everybody's invitations. You can say no. Like, mm-hmm, there's so much power in that. liberating to realize. There is. You're like, really, I don't yeah. have to hang out with this fucking idiot. I don't have to go to your birthday party because you invited you me. I don't like you. I'm not going. Exactly. And that's okay. Like, that's okay. It's, it's there's self-care and selfish. There's a fine line. Mm-hmm. But when you define it, it, it can be so liberating. Mm-hmm. And then throwing up boundaries. I love throwing up boundaries. Yeah. Being like, I'll do this, but I will not do that. Absolutely. You have to. You really do. And then and and the the greatest thing and reward is that when somebody you meet also has those mm-hmm. values and and you can nurture and grow together. And that can be friends or relationships or even family. Yeah. Taylor, ooh, we've come to the end. Oh. Do you have anything you want to promote? I don't promote. I mean, I would say I'm I am a part of a really fantastic production right now um, called Fox Soul. It is a new platform um, that's it's a streaming platform. Foxsoul.tv. You can download it on Apple TV or Amazon or whatever the things are. Um, I'm the head of wardrobe, but Really, I'm so honored to be a part of it because it is a full um, black production team, black hosts, black guests, and it's for the black community. I am just like honored that I get to be there as an ally and um, help make people feel and look good and get out there and do the work for, you know, 
their community. And I think that's amazing. Uh, I wish more, I wish more people would, uh, create platforms for specific demographics mm-hmm. and say, you guys do what you want. Not, mm-hmm. Hey, this is what I think you guys need. And so let's produce that. Um, I, I think it's amazing to allow the community to, to do, do what, what the community, the community wants. wants and, and does. So, yeah, I, I'm just honored to be a part of that. And that that's what I'm, that's, that's my, my full-time gig right now. You're uh, the best. So, yeah. Thank you, Taylor. Thank you, Nicole. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Thank you for coming in. Well, if you like this episode of Oh, I Want You Date Me, you can subscribe. You can give me five stars on iTunes. You can write a review. If you send me something nasty, I will read it out loud. This is not nasty, but I loved this DM that someone sent me. It said, I just got pulled over while listening to your podcast. The officer asked me, is that Nicole Byer? I'm very certain that's the reason why I only got a warning. LOL. I'm writing this while driving. Oh. <laughs> I very much deserve to get pulled over. Love the podcast. Is this my boyfriend? Because I swear <laughs> he can't put his phone down while he drives. I try very hard to not text and drive and sometimes it's so hard i had an officer yell at literally yell at me for having my phone i literally had my Uh map and it was on my console he screamed at me about it because you're supposed to have like a holder really like your uber driver legally you're supposed to and so i got a holder because i wasn't gonna be that girl got a holder and i'll say it changed my life i really love the holder Oh, maybe I'll get a holder. Wait, let me read a nasty one. Yes. So this one says, Nicole, if I were a man and if I didn't have a boyfriend, I would so spit on that puss, <gasps> slither my tongue up in your organs and oh. merge our bodies together as one, a kiss and a heart. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> that Was one, this person sober when they wrote that? I hope who so. Who knows? But, you know, that's, that's ooh, This one's wild. I'll save that for the next episode. Your fan mail is It's very, awesome. very wild, and I love it. Okay, bye-bye. This has been... A Team Coco production. I was hours into a hunt for new digs at the local shopping mall and losing steam fast when fate intervened. Drumsticks, get your drumsticks. Nutty sweet drumstick. What luck. One drumstick, please. Here you go. This is hot and made of chicken. I want an ice-cold, creamy, crunchy drumstick sundae cone. You and me both, buddy. Well, that's the vendor next door. Drumsticks. But that line is three miles long. Oh, well. Another day, another drumstick. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.